worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Hey everybody, huddle up. We got something to talk about. It is the morning huddle here live from Media Row here in Las Vegas. Super Bowl 58 on the docket. And as things heat up, we talk to the very best. And it's an annual thing with us anymore. We'd like to welcome on the show one of our favorites, Lee Steinberg. He's RJ Ochoa. I'm Rob Thompson. He in the middle is Lee Steinberg, the legendary super agent, and now all-around do-gooder. You're, you're, <laughs> man, every time I see you around, you're, you're doing something neat and something spectacular for other people. Well, we have our Super Bowl party on Saturday, and the Super Bowl has become a convention of Americana, big business, politics, sports, entertainment. Um, so we're raising money for Special Olympics. We're also having a eSport competition. Michigan's playing Michigan State. We're doing a, a celebrity poker tournament with Jamie Gold and Phil Hemoth, and uh, we're doing anti-concussion uh, with a big panel to prevention, awareness, and cure, and uh, you know, when you have a quarterback in the Super Bowl, it's just much more fun. It makes it a lot easier, and you've had a lot of them over the years, as he is Lee Steinberg, super agent, joining us here on San Antonio Sports Star. You mentioned the convention nature of it all. You've become kind of a, an ambassador of it all. There's you know a handful of people who just kind of run things, and Lee Steinberg is, was one of them, but uh, the first Super Bowl I ever went to was in Houston, and I remember Pat walking around with a, with a cast, um, on, and... You know, obviously people talking, hey, he's going to go in the first round. But, I mean, compared to where we are now, it's just, I, I think you believed. <laughs> but I, I think you might be lying if you said you thought it would be this. Um, I mean, you've had a lot of amazing clients. What has this been like? I thought he would be this good, but not this fast. Right. So when he comes out the first year and he's MVP of the league, his first starting year, it's like, oh, my goodness. And... So it's just been faster. If you, he's only 28. I mean, Tom Brady played till he was 45. Could you imagine 17 more years of this? Can you imagine your client playing 17 more years? Sure. Um, he loves it. Something I find fascinating about him is he seemingly doesn't say no to anything. And a lot of these quarterbacks and, you know, other high-profile figures in other sports, they kind of get protective, and, and everybody understands that. But uh, I thought it was so interesting that he did the quarterback show last year. Um, again, you don't typically, no offense to Kirk Cousins or Marcus Mariota who were a part of that, but they're not on Mahomes' status. And so the transparency associated with him also makes him unique on top of his talent. So um, we now have a celebrity-making machine <laughs> that that can hit an athlete and, and catapult him from uh, being a very good football player into being a household name. Mm -hmm. And um, <coughs> with Mahomes, we were really careful not even to do endorsements the first two years uh, to let his talent on the field lead everything. And um, But, you know, once he, he 
made it and everything, then he came out and does the thing. He's got an excellent charity called 15 for the Mahomies, uh, which helps kids, and, uh, disadvantaged kids, at-risk kids. You know, you bring up, that we're joined by Lee Steinberg, super agent. And, and you know, there, there's the perception of what a football agent is. And it was personified by a role played by Tom Cruise. Well, I've, I, you know, it's well known that you played a, you were, played a high role in making that movie. But what he was and what you are so incredibly different. And what has struck me uh, as I met you and others that work in the industry is your care and desire for everything that goes on off the field. And it's not so much about the business side. It starts with the family and the atmosphere and everything kind of grows from there. There's no extra step taken until it's absolutely required. Uh, talk about how you, you how your relationship with their athletes and your requirement of them for you to work for them because you ask them to do certain things before you or represent them. So we think athletes have a powerful opportunity to serve as role models and trigger imitative behavior. So that could be work done, the retired running back putting a 200th single mother into the first home they'll ever own by making a down payment and moving them in. It can be 15 of the Mahomies, but what what we talk to them is retracing their roots, going back to the high school community, setting up a scholarship fund or a boys and girls club, and then from there to the collegiate uh, community, uh, and then finally set up a charitable foundation with the leading business figures, political figures, and uh, community, community leaders and execute a program and so they've got that responsibility i think the most important skill is listening you have to draw out another human being to really understand their deepest anxieties and fears and their greatest hopes and dreams and really bond with them at a a a unique level and then put together a plan for second career Mm -hmm. so that you're already planning in the off seasons for what this athlete does when he walks away I think when people think about how your career and what you do has changed over time, they probably just think about like the advent of social media. But when I hear you talk about things, I can't imagine people in, you know, however many years ago were concerned with these deep intricacies of players' lives. But I think that you use the word anxiety. That's such a a great and apt term. That's why you do have to get to know people, to understand their vulnerabilities, what they care about, how you can help, how you can structure, you know, the wealth they're going to come into to prioritize what they care about and how you know that it will ultimately help them in the long run. Well, believe it or not, this is my 50th year. And uh, I started in 1975 with Steve Bartkowski, and it's now 2024, so this will be draft number 50. And our Super Bowl party is in its 37th year. So our Super Bowl party is much older than my clients. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, as I sit with Lee Steinberg on the sunny side of the street, the legendary life and style of, of Lee, has it, you have been a part and parcel of what this league has become, working in and around the, the great and the not-so-great in the league offices, from commissioners on the way through. As you've seen the league grow and change, and in your dealings with uh, the GMs across the league, has there been a change in the focus, or is there still the battleship has always gone the same way? The times have changed, but the league hasn't. Well, they've taken the rookie negotiations out of the mix, so we don't have the spate of holdouts every summer. But when I started back in 1975, each team is it shared a national television contract of $2 million. And they thought it was great, and they got all the way up to $17 million. And last year it was $220 million, and they just did a new deal between Fox and CBS and the league, which 
boosts them up by almost a hundred percent. So um, it's television revenue, it's fantasy sports, it's the internet. Gambling it, now. It, um, we're in Las Vegas. We, I mean. we were in, there was a Berlin Wall in front of any association at all between pro sports and gambling. And now teams own part of FanDuel. And you have uh, the ability with the Washington Commanders to go up to the snack bar and place a bet at the stadium. This would have been unheard of. It's like what happened in college sports between NILs mm-hmm. and conference realignment. The whole world has shifted. And here we sit in Las Vegas for Super Bowl 58. In 48, Super Bowl 50. I don't think we ever dreamed it would actually be here. No, it. Um, and they had a very successful uh, Golden Knights hockey team. So imagine selling ice hockey in the desert. <laughs> that... I mean, you know, we don't grow up. I'm from Southern California. We don't really grow up, you know, going outside our homes on a pond skating. I have one last question. Go ahead, RJ. I want you to. I just wanted to, to understand because you've seen the NFL. I mean, grow is not the right word. Um, and, and a lot of times success in life is also a benefit of luck, right? Like, you know, you can do all these things, but if you catch luck, you can ride that wave. What do you think is the biggest stroke of luck that has benefited the NFL to make it be what it is and as indestructible as it is today? The, the way in which television and the NFL grew up together, mm. the camera angles, the superimposed third down line, the mics and helmets, the... The it captured where American culture is right now, and with, with one game a week, uh, anticipate it. Talk about the last one. Uh, every game counts. Um, there's a physical component of sure. contact, um, and it lends itself so well to to memorabilia mm-hmm. and to to fantasy and everything else. So. 61 of the top 100 television shows last year were NFL football. So it's not only the most dominating sport, it's the preferred form of televised entertainment. So that's everything you say when you sit down in front of a general manager and you write down on a piece of paper, $250 million is where we're going to begin talking. How do you do that and what does it feel like to do that? Um, it's you have to take a look at the revenue sources because uh, you have a cap sport, and um, for all the growth in salaries, it's only occurring because of growth in revenue, and the money's there for teams to pay. So, um, uh, do I sit and obsess like I'm Doctor Evil? Two hundred fifty million dollars? No, but. Um, uh, you know, it's it's just economics. I'm sure if you stood back and said, this is real money. This is real dollars. We're talking a quarter of a billion dollars. And you have made more than that for so many different people over the years. Lee Steinberg, you are as much a part of that NFL shield as any color, any player has ever been. It's a genuine honor to sit with one of the guys that built this place and uh, sits beside us. Lee Steinberg, the we legendary sports We built on rock and roll. <laughs> yes, we did. And the party on Saturday will prove it. The legendary Lee Steinberg party. Thank you so much for stopping by. You're welcome.